hello, and thank you for joining the Dr. Whisperer podcast. I am your host, Sharon Feckety. I am the Dr. Whisperer, and I am so happy that you chose this podcast to listen to when there are so many choices out there. If you are enjoying the podcast, please consider writing a review or typing one, shall I say, and sharing it with somebody who might benefit or enjoy. Thanks so much for listening. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. I am Sharon Feckety, the Dr. Whisperer, and with me today, I have one of my favorite doctors, Dr. Kim Caparelli. Welcome back to the show. Thank you, Sharon. It's nice to be back. It's been a couple years, right? Well, um, I will remind you that the last time that we spoke, you were in Hilton Head, and it was pretty much the beginning of the shit show of what we are still in today, just, you know, That's looks true. a little different. Yeah. That's true. That's true. You, you were doing um, a lot of teletherapy, a lot of uh, herbs and, you know, telling, instructing your patients how to insert them. You would send them the, the seeds. Am I saying that correctly? Uh-huh. The little press on yeah. seeds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's been a little while and here we are now, uh, in February of 2022, two years later, and uh, yeah, we're still navigating through it. I know, I know, we are. And I think that we were talking about fear back then, that, yes. you know, fear is sometimes a driving force to disease. Yeah. And in fact, I just posted something on Facebook about fear and faith. Yeah. And um, because I had some patients that are so fearful still, mm-hmm. uh, and because it's so uncertain, unpredictable. Yeah. So what does that look like? You know, because I work with um, a lot of mental health practitioners and sure. what you just said is really uh, the crux of it. Anxiety, fear has been the, the primary symptom, I feel like, of, of everything. So, has, so that's been the same for you with your patients? Oh, yes, definitely. There, the anxiety um, from... Uh, even from COVID, post-COVID symptoms to pre-COVID to uh, will I get it again? I don't want to be sick again, uh, you know. And um, so the anxiety patient is what we see most of right now. Yeah, and so I didn't mention, and if you didn't watch the last episode, Dr. Kim is an acupuncturist, and I have had the great pleasure of um, receiving acupuncture over 20 years now. And um, my first introduction was in New York when um, I was working with Eastern Western medicine. And I really love the combination and the power of um, Eastern Western medicine. And I think that what you've done and what you've created in your practice has been, you know, incredible. And you've gone from, you know, teaching at the East West College of Medicine and um, selling your own products now. So why don't why don't you give everybody a little little uh, backstory into kind of how you as the acupuncturist and you as the entrepreneur continue to continues to evolve? Well, um, several years ago, I renamed the practice Beyond the Needle, mm-hmm. and I wanted to do that because I think it's not just the needle. I think it's the relationship you have with your patients and what you do as a as a businesswoman or business person and your entrepreneurship 
And so um, under the umbrella of Beyond the Needle, I had always loved to put um, combinations of herbs together, but combinations of creams together. And I always wanted my own product line and I had developed some for family members. And um, I decided to kind of go beyond the needle. And so what had happened, not only did I do the product line within my clinic and around my clinic, but I also put it out there to the retail world, but also to private label my products and to formulate products for other companies. So I'm doing that too. And then, so beyond the needle, of course, goes to my teaching and I teach several classes, um, different classes with acupuncture point injection to other acupuncturists, to business practices, to acupuncturists, to um, herbs and remedies for them. So there's classes that they do as continuing ed. And um, so all of that is turned into a pretty big business. It's turned into a business of uh, uh, practices by clinic, but also my product line and also my education part of Beyond the Needle. So yeah, it's such a great name because it really is. It's there's so many other modalities. And um, I remember when I was uh, first introduced to acupuncture, of course, like many, I was ignorant and scared of a needle coming at me. And, um, and then I realized that it was like, you know, it's like a hair follicle, you know, coming at me. Right. And I loved it. And I was in New York running um, director of operations for this medical company. And I remember the acupuncturist, Dr. Kui, and he would see me just completely stressed out. He'd be like, come into my office, Sharon. And he would just put those beads in my ears. And I would feel like, like I was floating every time I walked out, you know, and it's such a, a wonderful um, stress reliever. So we had talked about anxiety before. Um, it's a wonderful resource for healing and also for um, infertility. One of the things I've always loved is that you have spent a lot of your practice helping women give birth, right? So, and I don't think a lot of people know about how uh, valuable your practice is when it comes to infertility. Why don't you tell the audience a little bit about that? Well, that is basically our specialty at the office. Um, so I've been doing, doing that for 23 years have many, many babies. Yeah. Uh, we call them the Caparelli sweet peas. So <laughs> many, I think the oldest, uh, the oldest twins, my first successful in within the practice are twins that are going to Emory Riddle. And oh I am actually their godparent. Oh my God, and, that's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, the mom always sends me, you know, their, uh, awards that they've received from from I mean from elementary school all the way now they're at Emory Riddle and how wonderful that is you know on scholarships and so to see that but we um uh so the what happens with reproductive medicine is you know you're caught up with wanting to have a child and then it stresses you out and you have family issues because you know the mother-in-law might say just be just be calm it'll happen or the sister-in-law is having a baby and you're not things like that so we bring in the emotional component and acupuncture can 
obviously because of anxiety and you know what you just spoke about. Um, so it brings in, out the emotional component and it also brings um, more blood flow to the uterus to make a great environment. So um, one of our taglines is that, you know, we make uh, parents out of patients. So uh, that's, that's so good to see. And, and I studied with Alice Domar from Harvard IVF clinic. Uh, Alice Domar is a psychologist that has written many books about women's health and about um, reproductive medicine and about the calming aspect of it. So I think our clinic is a full run clinic, not only putting in the needles, but again, beyond the needle, looking at the emotional component that we can sit with our patients and listen to them and know um, what they're going through. After 23 years, I've heard it all. And, uh, that's, and I have three other acupuncturists that are in my clinic that specialize in infertility because they've interned with me and then I've taught them. And um, there's many times I do a, a, a telehealth consultation so I can meet with the husband or I can meet with the family members and I can see them via Zoom. Um, and we just, you know, that's we're a full run fertility clinic and we work with area specialists with reproductive medicine also. We don't, you know, reproductive endocrinologists refer to us. So we're just, yeah. we're just get it on with that. Well, I love it because another thing that I don't think many people are familiar with and every, you know, two of my friends in business um, both had miscarriages and I saw both of them last night at an event and, um, and, you know, they're business women, they have to show up. I mean, just the fact that one of them was running the event I was at, the other one has a, another really big job and they have this, you know, life altering moment. And then it seems kind of hopeless, you know, and should we try again? And, and what can we do? Do you experience a lot of women coming through the practice that have had miscarriages? Yes. Uh -huh. And you know, that's a, uh, I myself had a miscarriage. So even though I'm old, um, it's, Stop it's, it. <laughs> it's I'm talking about my friend like that. <laughs> it's with you for a long time, your entire life. And I, and, um, the, the woman that has experienced a miscarriage, you know, they they are fearful of doing it, having another miscarriage. They want to get pregnant, but they they're fearful. Here we go again with the anxiety, and um, just but um, acupuncture for uh, post miscarriage and acupuncture to actually enhance the uh, holding of the pregnancy really works very very well. Mm. It just is great. And again, because we're there more also to um, support them, support our patients and, and hold their hand and it's, it, we know what they're going through. And we can also group them with mentors for, from our clinic that have uh, patients that have had the, that experience and then they can call them. And that's a really good aspect that I failed to um, tell you about the clinic has a mentorship has another person, their partner, you know, somebody that's gone through all this. Life experience. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So exactly. Important. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I find it um, just a totally different world walking into um, uh, an acupuncturist office sometimes versus your, your 
standalone primary care, you know, typically you're going to walk in and you're, you're going to see some crystals or maybe some beautiful, um, what are those lamps called? The salt rock lamp. We were just talking about the salt rock therapy. Yeah. Salt therapy. I'm calling it salt rock, like the restaurant. Um, <laughs> I'm getting hungry, Kim. <laughs> and, um, and always very soothing. There's always talk of, of healing and meditation and incorporating other professional services that can help guide somebody through their pain or their miscarriage or their infertility. And I think that, um, I think that especially, you know, I was looking at my two friends last night that I admire so much and thinking, you know, I, I hope that you have the support that you need. Like, I hope that you're talking about it and I hope that you're, so I'm going to tell them both. I, I like it's, you know, some things are meant to be right. I, I had no idea I'd even be talking about miscarriages today, but um, I myself have uh, suffered from two ectopic pregnancies and um, just, you know, you, you never forget and you never fully heal from it, but there are certain um, professionals out there like yourself that can help. So Hey, quick interruption on this amazing podcast, but we have to tell you about our awesome sponsor, Thai Technology. They are so cool, and they're here in Tampa Bay, if you're a Tampa Bay listener. Thai Technology is the best voice over IP business phone service company out there. How do I know this? I used to work in telecom before I work with doctors. That's right. So I know me a good phone system when I see it. Plus, they are integrated with Zoom. They are the only ones that are integrated with Zoom. And if you mention this podcast or you mention the Facebook show, they're going to hook you up with three months for free. Follow them on Facebook and on Instagram. Thai Technology Rocks. So I want to talk now just a little bit more about your products because I have had the great satisfaction of using your products. And, and now again, like I really need to have that that orange soap that I love. What orange is that called? Ginger, orange ginger bath and body soap. Mm-hmm. I need it immediately. So I'm going okay. to have to order okay. some of that. Um, so what led you to, to do that? Because, you know, you've been practicing medicine for so long. You've been teaching. You've been, I mean, you've done so much. What was it? What was the catapult? You know, I think it, I think that we don't need to have in, um, again, in that acupuncture clinic, we don't need to have harsh smelling products at all. We need to have beautiful smelling products that enhance, you know, scent enhances our entire life, right? Uh, it, it can make us feel so wonderful. All of us have sat, maybe had, had our hair washed and it smelled so good when we were at the, uh, at our beauty shop. And so I just love scent, but I like clean scent more than perfumed scent and and so I just decided to take a combination of things that I knew worked and for me and put it to a whole skincare line a remedy care line for pain or for um and some massage oil and it was um I needed some massage oil and I didn't like the menthol uh, smelling ones. And when you use a lot of homeopathics, uh, you know, menthol is the antidote to homeopathic, believe it or not. 
So meaning the homeopathic won't work as well if you put maybe uh, a mint toothpaste in your mouth after you've taken a homeopathic, things like that. So that's where it all started. It all started with massage oil mm. um, and the product line just went on and on. But I also wanted people to, to smell the orange ginger so I could sell the product because my signature scent was this orange ginger. So I made the soap to have in the bathroom so they could wash their hands. So then they would say, oh my gosh, I love that scent. And then I would say, well, have you smelled this cream that can reduce inflammation? And have you, have you looked at this oil that not only you could, it's a body oil that you can put on after swimming or after going to the beach or just run through your hair. And um, that's how that product line and that sensation started. Yeah. yeah, and it is so important, you know, your your smell. I'm I'm so grateful. I'm in my uh, my office today at the Ring, which is a, a well-certified building. And one of the things that people are not allowed to have here are fragrances or plugins or, you know, all of the soap that we have here is, you know, organic and natural and clean. And um, because I myself get I get bad headaches when I have a strong fragrance around me. And I know that there's a lot of people out there like myself that feel the same way. So it's very difficult to find good products that aren't so pungent, you know, and ones that kind of make you feel and, and smell good. So um, I highly recommend we'll have all the ways of you to purchase those items in the show notes. Um, so, you know, it would, uh, I would be remiss if I didn't ask, how you have been through this pandemic, how, I mean, it's been since 2020, since we talked the first time to now. So I'm really just um, curious to see how you've navigated through it personally and professionally. Um, I navigated well up to a few weekends, weeks ago, um, and have no idea how it came to me. And I just embraced it from the very beginning, embraced that. Well, I guess it got to me, so I will learn something from it. Mm. And um, but I have worked diligently for years for, since the very beginning, since the last time we spoke, mm. on different remedies that could help build the immune system, mm. maybe um, help to reduce the symptoms when uh, others have gotten COVID, when it, whether it was post-vaccine symptoms or um, COVID itself and worked diligently on it and researched and researched. And, and, but I think the biggest thing that I've gotten out of this was the, the anxiety component. Um, like we spoke to from the very beginning that that needs to be addressed. There are, there are, those that I, I see Facebook groups that are uh, post-COVID and long haulers. And, you know, the same thing comes out of it is the anxiety, the heart racing. It does, you know, COVID, they talk about going to the heart, obviously, into the lungs. Very, uh, you know, if you think about it, in Chinese medicine, every organ has an emotion. Mm -hmm. And the lungs has the emotion of grief. Mm -hmm. And I think about the grief of uh, seeing deaths, 
of seeing people uh, uh, die from family, family members die, but also not touching them or, you know, we're quarantined and we don't touch anybody. And that's so important too. So I think that, you know, I've learned through all of this that we need more support in the emotional component than the anxiety component to uh, people getting through this, what the world is now compared to what it was three plus years ago. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I am. Um, I'm with you, sister. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that it's, um, I think that for me personally, it's been very important to, I feel like I was lucky because I got it in 2020 before the vaccine and I did not have a very difficult case. So the fear was removed of getting it, right? The anxiety of getting it was gone because I already had it. I went through it. I survived it. Um, But then, yes, watching so many people that have passed and have lost loved ones and and, and been with uh, family members that they're so scared to death that they're going to get it. And everybody's lives have kind of been put, you know, on hold. And of course, the media does not help with uh, stress at all. So um, I'm quite sure that you are of the same mindset to turn that damn TV off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, um, at least they've stopped putting how many deaths are on, you know, has happened on TV as much now. They've stopped that, Uh, I think, or maybe I just have decided not to even watch it. I don't know. I wouldn't know either. Uh, You and me both. (laughs) I just refuse to think that way. And I think there's so much to be grateful for and we can move past this. And, but I really, really think that um, addressing the depression, Mm -hmm. addressing anxiety, the anxiety attacks, and and I and I would be lying to you that I haven't haven't I've have had those anxious moments and that anxiety attack and that racing heart, and I think how great it is basically that I know how that feels, mm-hmm. so I can help someone else, and yeah. say yeah I know I get it, yeah. I, let's let's get through this together. There's so many things, meditation, breathing, going outside. And, you know, I'm a big one. Of, I need, and I know you are too, because when you get on your bike and, mm-hmm. and I see it on Facebook, you know, getting outside, it just quiets the mind. Leave, leave those inside moments inside and go outside and just, you know, get yourself right and ground yourself and you know it's hard though but people aren't used to doing that and so I think that our medicine needs to just like I was saying that uh, we're doing a big change with our practice and looking at restorative medicine restore yourself to a balance Mm. and it's going to be big yeah well tell us about it tell us a little bit more about what that looks like Okay. Well, the, um, we're kind of rebranding and I, you know, everybody knows me. I kind of do that every once in a while with myself, uh, and with my practice and my business, but, um, you know, it's a restorative medicine center, you know, where we want to promote balance and restoration. It's kind of like, you know, the, 
the business restoration hardware. That's yeah. what I thought about, you know, um, and actually restore what your body, what you want your body to look like and feel like. Not look, I'm not talking about it's a weight loss thing. It's not that. It's a healthy thing. And how to restore yourself back to that that balance that you um, want, that you desire, or that you used to have. And that's what we're going to be all about. And even fertility is restoring medicine. It's it's a restorative medicine. It's taking your body back to perfect balance and health. So um, you could uh, obtain pregnancy and obtain a healthy pregnancy and conceive and or um, resolve. And, you know, I would be remiss if I didn't talk about, you know, uh, we're not all about having your own child too. You know, sometimes you just resolve where maybe you might adopt and we help, we're there for you in that line because I've had so many years helping women do that and that's okay. But, and, but also helping women, helping couples know that it's okay. Yeah. And so it's all about restoration. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love it. I'm so excited. I'm excited about all that you do. And I love that you're constantly evolving. Um, and then the brand just follows that evolving uh, in business. And I know that you've, um, you've been in business on your own for quite some time now, and you have uh, helped a lot of your fellow practitioners understand that it's a, it's a grind, baby. <laughs> That's right. That's it's right. not easy. But it's worth it when you get to do what you love, right? Right, exactly. And it's, you know, being an entrepreneur, I mean, everybody should be an entrepreneur, right? And and grow with their businesses. And if you need to grab something else off the shelf, grab it off the shelf, take it with you. And whether it's um, something to help you with your business, help you with yourself, help your family, help your friends, um, you know, you might need to do that. And I think that um, that the medical, you know, medical professionals sometimes go about that they just need to need to uh, treat somebody medically, but maybe not. You don't have to do that. You can broaden your practice and make it a beautiful practice mm -hmm. if you will just allow it to kind of flow. I always say it's it's fluid, guys. It's fluid. Yeah. Don't make it so solid. Yeah. It's so true. We love that word flow. And uh, yeah. we're going to flow right out of here now because you know the attention span of our, our audience members today. It's, it gets smaller every year. Now we have to contend with, you know, NFTs and uh, so many different social media platforms. And I just think that it's, uh, that is, you're a hundred percent right that you should open your mind and you should flow. And if you're evolving as a human, you can always evolve your practice to match how you are living your life today. So thank you as always for coming on the show. And, um, welcome, I'm definitely going to, I'm going to order me some of that ginger, ginger peach. Is that what it's called? Or, orange ginger. Orange ginger. I'm going to order yes. that tonight. Thanks. Okay. Thanks. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to leave a review or share it with somebody you know and care about that would benefit from listening. But more importantly, if you are thinking about advertising your business in the year 2021, 
Sponsoring a podcast is major. 44% of people pay more attention to advertising on podcasts than any other media. And 37% agree that advertising on a podcast is actually the best way to reach them. 70% have considered a new product or service after hearing an ad on a podcast. And I'm one of those people. And this is all according to Edison Research. Don't believe me, believe the research. So if you're interested in sponsoring, give us a shout.